It's Monday, the 10th of May, 2021. Welcome to Your Mentored Briefing, the business headlines you need to know, delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, the federal budget tomorrow night will focus on women, housing, retirement savings and aged care. Plus, global share markets rise over the weekend on bad economic news. The top two execs at Macquarie Group take home $46 million combined after the bank announced a bumper profit and a new surprising bidder for Crown Resorts emerges. Our lead story today, the federal budget will be released tomorrow night and the media has been full of leaks about what's in it. With an eye to a federal election within the next 12 months, Federal Treasurer Josh Frydenberg will outline a number of new initiatives, including tax relief for low and middle income earners, new rules to help older workers save for retirement, first home buyers will get tax breaks to help their savings, women will be a focus through changes in spending in superannuation, health and domestic violence and housing. Spending on aged care post the Royal Commission will triple with an extra $18 billion allocated for the sector over the next four years. There'll be spending packages or tax breaks to help tourism and aviation, digital skills training and artificial intelligence development, childcare, a gas-fired power station in New South Wales, upgrades to military bases in the Northern Territory, roads, rail and a new National Recovery and Resilience Agency to handle natural disasters. The budget bottom line will come in about $30 billion better than forecast thanks to higher iron ore prices and much lower welfare payments, according to economists. Mr Frydenberg over the weekend said the government was assuming that international borders won't reopen until next year. Mr Frydenberg and friends are in a much better position now than they could have imagined six months ago. In overseas news, Wall Street surged over the weekend with indices hitting new records after US payroll figures showed the economy created just 266,000 new jobs last month. That was below expectations and you'd expect bad economic news would hurt investor sentiment. But in this case, it did the opposite, as a weak economic data hosed down fears that the Federal Reserve might start lifting interest rates. Both the Dow Jones Industrial Average and S&P 500 rose to new records. The Nasdaq ended the day 0.8% higher, though it's still below its record of two weeks ago. Scotland is heading for another referendum on separating from the United Kingdom after its first minister, Nicola Sturgeon's Scottish National Party, won an increased majority of seats in the parliament. And the United States' largest pipeline for refined fuel products, which shifts almost half of the fuel consumed on the east coast of the country, has been shut down after a cyber attack. Demonstrating the vulnerability of critical infrastructure, Colonial Pipeline was hacked over the weekend and a ransom is now being demanded to unfreeze the systems. That's the news from around the globe and this is your mentored briefing. Let's go to local stories now. Macquarie Group, the country's ninth largest company, reported a bumper $3 billion profit for the 12 months ending March eclipsing its previous record earnings set back in 2019. Macquarie pledged net zero emissions by 2025 and lifted its dividend. CEO Shamara Wickramaniyaka said the result reflected Macquarie's involvement in areas of deep structural need in the global economy. Ms Wickramaniyaka will take home a $20 million pay packet. Though the biggest at Macquarie will go to head of Macquarie's commodities market and finance group Nick O'Kane will take home $26.3 million. There are media reports this morning that US private equity firm Blackstone has offered more than $12 a share for Crown Resorts, up from its bid six weeks ago of $11.85. 
The new bid also drops some of the previous conditions and is subject to due diligence. Meanwhile, the Sydney Morning Herald and Age are reporting that the Star Entertainment Group will also enter the race for Crown by proposing a $12 billion merger that would create a gaming giant across seven properties in four states. Crown's share price finished on Friday at $12.12 and James Packer, the holder of 37% of the company, will be kingmaker on this one. House clearance rates at auctions over the weekend were slightly lower for the second week running, albeit at high levels. According to CoreLogic, the Sydney preliminary clearance rate was 82.6% and the Melbourne rate was 76.5%. Meanwhile, the total value of the Australian residential housing market has pushed beyond the $8 trillion mark for the first time. It's now worth $8.1 trillion, easily the biggest asset class in the country. And finally, Qantas boss Alan Joyce has warned against Australia's borders being closed for too long, saying the country could become a hermit state. While Mr Joyce hopes international travel will reopen around October, he conceded it might be later. He said international tourists would find other countries to visit if Australia kept its borders closed for too long. At least the airline's domestic capacity is ramping up, and next financial year, Qantas has forecast it will reach 107% of pre-pandemic capacity, and Jetstar will achieve 120%. That's your Mentored Briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.